0: Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach, by Steve Cook. Hey and welcome back to the podcast. By the time you hear this, I'll be at uh, the first Orion Sphere LARP event of this year, Orion Sphere is a cool sci-fi LARP that won Best New LARP at the recent LARP Awards, and um, I'm going to be running around in a field pretending to be a a sentient mushroom uh, with a Nerf gun. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode, and um, see you next week. Bundle of Joy The sound was incessant, and Rana felt her claws slip out in irritation. What was it? Her ears swivelled this way and that as she padded down the hallways, but the noise seemed to bounce and echo. The kitchen? No. The metal surfaces in there, long-grown, scratched and rusted in parts, stood as silent sentinels to an empty room. By the back door? No. No. Only the gardens an overgrown haven for small rodents and the occasional delicious deer lay there. The front door then, and Rana almost trotted through the smooth grey stone corridors. It sounded like a wounded fox, she mused, as she passed between the long rotted remains of two sweeping staircases, or a fox having a little too much fun. In fact, if it was a fox, they were clearly too thick to be alive. The abandoned old world castle probably reeked of cat, the length of time she had been living there. Rana extended one long claw and inserted it into the gap between the door and the frame, levering it open gingerly. There was a wicker basket on the front doorstep. A familiar scent wafted up from the little bundle in the basket, and Rana's nose twitched as she moved the cloth covering to reveal what she already knew was there. The round pink face, the eyes bluer than the sky but seeing nothing, the hands... "'grasping at empty air. "'A human child. "'Hey,' she said, looking around. "'Hey, someone's lost their baby here. "'Hey!' "'She waited a moment, "'without much hope that anyone would answer. "'The front of the castle was likewise overgrown, "'a mess of vine-laden trees and undergrowth, "'and the thin path that led to the nearest village "'was used only rarely. "'The baby, perhaps in response to her raised voice, "'renewed its wail. "'All right, all right,' Rana said and then, as the cry threatened to drown her out, she sat down and peered into the basket. All right, I said. Enough, stop. Good grief, how much air do you have in you? The baby stopped mid-sob, and opened its eyes again, appearing to focus on her. Its mouth slowly fell open, and then it thrust one fist in, sucking on it, while the other hand waved in the air. Rana leaned closer, sniffing, and it grabbed at a whisker. ''Let go, little one,'' she murmured, and when this didn't work, sighed. ''I need those for sensing. Ow! Ow! Stop pulling at it!'' The baby giggled around its fist, still jammed in its mouth, and then its eyes unfocused and its grip relaxed. Rana pulled back a little and considered it. ''Let's see. I could take you to the town. There are some viney plants around the back that I could use to make a sort of sling for that basket, but that'll take a few hours.'' With you, anyway, she sniffed. I could do it alone in maybe two. Unimpressed, the baby's face crumpled in on itself. It drew in breath and let out another piercing wail. Rana prodded the basket and extended one leather-soft paw pad to soothe at the child's brow, but that raw-edged cry continued to cut through her. God damn, she muttered. If I'd wanted children, I'd have found myself a tom to call my own. The wail took on a fresh tumble, and Rana narrowed her eyes. Hungry. You're hungry, I bet. She turned and went back in, the child's discomfort chasing at her heels. She skidded to a stop in the entranceway. No, wait. I I can't leave you outside. With the gentlest bites she could manage, she pulled the little wicker basket into the building and shut the door behind herself. There. Right. Food. The cat tore into the kitchen and rattled through the cupboards. There was nothing. She had been hunting for food, mostly in the nearby woodland, not stockpiling. Winter was months away still. There was time to not worry, or there had been. A cacophony of pots and pans tumbled out of one cupboard, mostly rusted and useless, and she let out a low curse. The child's pleading was incessant and urgent. She burst out of the back door and into the rear garden, desperate eyes finally alighting on a berry bush. Ah! Juice stained her paws as she raked claws over its branches, sending a shower of berries down to the ground. After a moment, she stared stupidly down at the little purple orbs on the ground, far too small to pick up with her paws or teeth. Her heart pounded as the panic-inducing cry of the baby continued. Damn it, Rana, pull it together! She grabbed a bowl from the slew of equipment on the kitchen floor, bashing her head on the door lintel on the way out. The pain was immediate, but she ignored it as she threw the bowl under the bush and stripped more berries off. They rattled into the bowl, and before long she had enough. Moving back to the baby was like actively coming close to an angry bear, but she gently tipped the bowl near its mouth. One berry tumbled off the pile and into the yawning moor, and the noise finally stopped. Thank God, she murmured as the baby gummed the berries into a paste. Now just don't choke, you hear me? Not before I can get you to the village. Every scrap of frustration and even pain was undone, unravelling in an instant, when she looked into the deep and satisfied blue of the baby's eyes, It chewed, staring up at her in adoration, and she felt satisfaction in a part of herself that she didn't even know existed. She closed her eyes and pushed the feeling down. This was not her child, not her problem. But when she looked again, it was still pouring the same untempered love into her. Just until I get you to town, she muttered, no longer. The baby gurgled with delight, as if in answer. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash where you can find more fiction just like this,